I will hope that Obsessed with ABGs gets you, the listener, obsessed with aspirations, boardrooms, and goals. Growth. Oh, shoot. Okay. No, let's keep that in. That's hilarious. Okay. Can it be two things? Can it be goals and growth? Yes. Can that be a high I'm Kimberly. And I'm Raina. We're each other's hype women. And we're obsessed with each other's aspirations, boardrooms, and goals. Join us as we talk about our experiences of unfucking up our lives, Asian identities, careers, and just life in general. Let us be your hype women as well. Welcome to Obsessed with ABGs, Aspirations, Boardrooms, and Goals. Woohoo! Our pilot. Our pilot. We've been talking about this for many months now since lockdown started. Oh my god. I, I, I feel like as we keep talking about careers, our Asian identity, da 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 da, I was like, we should really be recording this. Yeah, I know. And we've probably missed a lot of really good voice clippings from ourselves, but that's okay. It's all good. We're, all, all we're good. always funny. We're always on. <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget, this is our second attempt at a podcast together. I, we're one of like I, I just I feel like we just have so we're so on the go. We're we just, are. We're so on the go. I think you know what? Let's introduce yourself, Raina. Tell the audience who you are. Who am I? Oh, what a great question. So now in 2020, I am a career coach by day for MBA students, and by evening and weekends, I'm also a coactive life coach where I work with clients to move their lives forward. And um, I live in Germany, so very far away from Kim, who I miss dearly, but I'm so happy I get to do this with her because, you know, we get to chat about all these things still. Um, So yeah, I live in Germany and I moved here last year from Canada where I was living for 13 years. Can you believe that? That's crazy. 13 years, yeah. That's crazy. Basically, that means like I've also known you since my first year in Canada, So yeah, I was in Canada for 13 years. And before that, I grew up in Japan, Taiwan, and the US. Um, I'm originally, you know, born and raised in Japan. So I'm Japanese. But nowadays, I like to say that I'm a Canadianified Japanese. Because, yeah, because I don't know how else to say it. Like, I'm not just Japanese. I'm not just Canadian. But I'm not Japanese Canadian either, because that's a whole different identity. So I just say I'm a Canadianified Japanese. But that's in a nutshell who I am. And it's, it's interesting because you're right when you, well, we should have a whole episode on that too, but I'm, I'm a Filipina Canadian, yeah. but I, I wasn't born in the Philippines. I was born and raised in Canada, Toronto, Canada. And so you're right. Like it is a different, it's a different experience. Yeah. And I don't want to take that away from Japanese Canadians, you know? So interesting. You know, I, I, feel, I feel like it would be offensive if I kind of like um, adopted that identity so guys, if you're interested in this, we are going to delve into that. I feel like that's that's going to be one of the things that we talk about. Yeah, we talk about Asian identity a lot. And, we do. you know, you and I together, like we are both, you know, Asian, Western Asian Canadians, but in very different contexts. So, yeah, we'll unpack that later. Yeah. And actually, you know what? We we could get into that. It's like, why, why do this podcast? Why? That's you know. true. But you're jumping the gun here. Let's tell our audience who you are, Kim. That's right. That's right. 
So my name is Kimberly. I am a podcast producer. Like this is like my passion and and, uh, my livelihood. And it's interesting because I was in marketing. So I did a lot of communications in the past, did the transition into um, being a producer. And the biggest reason why I also wanted to go into the the realm of media was I felt like there could also be more Asian representation uh, within the field. I'm not sure if listeners have got a chance to look widely in the scope of podcasts. And you can see not many, not many of us in there. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of white men men you could say, <laughs> say it actually is it more white women or white men in the podcast world typically it's more white men is it okay yep yep i it's think okay. i'm just biased i listen i tend to listen to a lot of female podcasters so that's so, probably my bias fun fact if you like true crime it's usually hosted by a white woman ah is it the sarah koenig effect uh, bless up she is the i will you know pay respects but yeah she's yeah. like the og but it's totally yeah, but it's, it's, it's i i, I don't i want i don't want to say that she's started the true crime because like that's a genre that's been around but she really made it popular she made yeah with her and serial i feel like she took her skills into the space of audio and really cultivated a huge following a huge um she really leveraged the platform and because yeah. she's so good, it just trans she get good timing. You know what I mean? It all came together. It was like a perfect storm. Uh and you know, she is like anytime we talk about podcasting, we have to like nod her head. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And, you know, like you kind of, you know, glossed over her transition into media, but later on, you know, we do need to talk about your amazing kind of jump from you having worked at a company as someone in marketing, then launching your own business, Kim. And then, (laughs) yeah. And then you having, you going back to school and then actually pursuing your dream while you were still working your full-time job. You were, you know, just around the time you were getting married. Yeah. 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 Or maybe it was. Well, I did gloss uh, over it quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You're a very humble person, Kim. That's also why we can also talk about that how women undersell themselves. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, I feel like this podcast is you're you're the the guru of coaching, and you know that's what you do as a livelihood. You have a higher education in like in education, and you have a master's in it. Uh, and you've worked in with the top tier like MBA schools in the world. So like I feel like you are the professional. This is why I love talking to you about this because you are my go to for like, you know, what do I do with my life? And you're like, well, let me tell you, but not just as a friend, but also as a professional. I'm just here to like make sure that everyone can hear the gospel of Raina. <laughs> but I think we just complement each other so well because you know, like you said earlier, we met in 06 in university. We were both studying communication and media. And I actually can't remember the first time we met or how we became friends. Like we just kind of knew each other, right? Because we lived on the same kind of residence area, right? So when we moved in in 2006, you had you had came in from Japan. Yes. Everybody called me a fob and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> they were like fresh off the boat. And yeah, yeah, I learned a lot of things that year. Oh, 2006. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in the same residency. Yeah, yeah that's at, right. Yeah, we were at the same residence. That's how we met. Yeah. We were. Yeah. You lived across the court from me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we were originally we in the same cool program. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. God. So yeah, that is how we met. Like it wasn't just like a you know a meeting. It was just I think we just knew of each other and we were just friends automatically. 
And yeah, we just kind of like, you know, stayed good friends after, right? Like I never feel like, I I never remember making an, like an extra effort to like talk to you or hang out with you. Like it just kind of always happened, I feel like. I also felt like if anything was going on, we were so good at like hyping each other on and like, hey, you should go for it. You know, like it was so easy to just really be each other's cheerleader. Yeah. You know, like it was just easy. Like, hey, I'm I'm going to be taking up dragon boating. Do you want to join kind of thing? (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge one for us. So even before dragon boat, you and I decided to sign up to do a sporting life 10K together, right? (laughs) I don't even know how that came up, but we decided to train together. And I was living at Spadina Station. So that's a station in Toronto, Canada. And you were living at Islington or Kipling? Yeah. So if if you are familiar with the Toronto Transit Commission, the TTC, (laughs) uh, yes, I was in Islington Station, which is about exactly 10K away from your place. Yeah. Yeah. So Kim and I would either meet at Spadina or um, at Kipling Station. And then we would run together 10K. Yeah. And then we basically we were like taking one of us home. Right. (laughs) Yeah. How did we get into that? That is so interesting. Yeah. And that was years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And so, yeah, you helped me run my first 10K. I think you had already done a couple of runs before that because I think you got me into running. Yeah. And I had a friend who got me into running because they were doing marathons. Right. Yeah. So it was yeah. like just through osmosis. And then yeah. I was like, hey, you, do you want to do the sporting life 10K? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, well, if Kim's asking me, like, of course. So then we trained together. We even ran through rain with oh, your yeah. then boyfriend, now husband, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, hardcore. I mean, that's the thing about us, though. Like, we were very committed. Like, when we had our we mind on something, we're like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, like we honestly just were each other's hype women, really, right? Like, it just so, was never really for. It's like an ongoing joke, though, that I'm just kind of like, hey, this idea person, but Rain is the one who actually does the execution and follow up. I'm just mm. pure fluff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're like the ideas, like foundation person. No, no, let's be real. <laughs> but like, you think I was really going to sign up for that Sporty Life 10K if you weren't going to do it? <laughs> Wow. So I think it's 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 a good balance, you know, like you say something and then I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. And you're like, oh, OK, I guess we're going to do it. I still remember that day when you and I like went, um, I think we were hanging out at Starbucks or something, maybe after our run. And then you were like, OK, well, I got to go. I'm going to go um, paddling now. I'm like, what? What are you doing? And you were like, oh, yeah, I just like my friend told me to join this dragon boat team. So, yeah, I'm just going to the lake and I'm going for my second practice. And I'm like, I- I'm coming with you. You're like, what? I'm like, I, I, I need to do this. I don't know what this is, but I need to do this. You were like, okay, yeah, sure, come. And then from the next week, I was like, you know, and I invited myself onto your team, basically. No, you did not invite yourself. We were, we. I wanted you to join because I remembered our team was like actively recruiting and it wasn't something I thought about. But when you showed interest, I'm like, hey, hold on. <laughs> we need people on our boat. Like you should definitely join. And not only did you join one team, you joined two teams that year. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> hardcore right there. I was like, uh, what happened? All of a sudden, you just learned about dragon boating last week and now you're part of two teams. How the heck yeah. did this? I was like, hardcore. There was also the time when you and I were at my house and I was like, Kim, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, I feel like I want to do something else other than what I'm doing right now. My husband lives in Vietnam. I'm living in Canada. We need to live somewhere together. What do I do next? 
Also, and then, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about your husband living in Vietnam for like another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll do like a whole topic on marriage or something. Um, and then you were like, okay, so I have been seeing my friend. Oh, my friend Leanne. Leanne, Leanne yes. Yeah. I've been seeing my friend Leanne, who is a life coach. And yep. back then I was like, what the hell is life coaching? It sounds too Tony Robbins, like, yeah. woo-woo. <laughs> um, and like, okay, I'm going to take you through some, like, exercises. Like, yes. get some paper. Yes. I was like, let's and, do this. Let's let's, yeah. let's, let's let's sit down with a pen and paper. And I'm just yeah. going to be a quasi-coach-ish. And like when you coaching. <laughs> but also, like, when you tell me to do something, I fucking do it. It's like you have this like force on me, like this natural, I don't know, aura, <laughs> lightning bolt, <laughs> this like really scary like force. And I'm like, okay, if Kim's telling me like I got to do it. I'm glad that works for you because for some people, I get really scared. They're just like, oh, it's too much. I need to shut you off. I'm gonna close the door on you. It's too much energy. Yeah, I could, I could see that too. Yeah, yeah, I've scared a few people like that. Literally, people have turned around and just yeah, walked yeah, away. Yeah, but yeah. no, I guess for you, it's great energy. And so, yeah, yeah I yeah. remembered you. We had this like epiphany. We had like a glass of wine. Yeah, you mean a what? bottle of wine? Glass bottle. I mean, same wonderful outcome at the end of the okay, day. Okay, you're right. Okay. I think what I had asked you to do is just like write everything you love, don't love, interested in, whatever. Yeah. On a piece of paper. It doesn't matter how yep. stupid or how ambitious. And I remember I had these three beautiful rifle paper code notebooks that I didn't want to use because they were so beautiful. But I was like, it's for Kim. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna use it. So <laughs> I actually used one of my beautiful notebooks and I actually have like you can hear the paper. I you actually have those notes in front of me. You still have them. So this was in 2018. Yeah, either 2017 or 18. Yeah, dare we say 2017? Yeah, could be. So this was a, yeah. a this was a few years ago, and you yeah. still have the papers. I do, I do. And so yeah, the first thing that you told me was like, what are the things that you like to do? So then I started, you know, you know, right, making a bullet list of like talking to people, being organized, event planning connecting with people like really professional things and then I got down to like stationary makeup well that is also a, a profession recognition knowing I'm doing well <laughs> which is important yeah it's important. my own handwriting <laughs> I was like it's not stupid write it down you can't yeah. remember it I remember you looking at me or like you want me to write this down I'm like yeah. do it I'm holding a glass yeah. of wine I'm like write it down honey yeah. write it <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah, we did like other lists, like things I don't like, where I wrote managing nitty gritty details, being in isolation. And then other things are like, what can I do with my business? Business ideas, titles, which is the funniest one. <laughs> we went crazy. This was a fun exercise. Yeah, it really was. Business development manager. Yeah, makes sense. Strategic development officer. <laughs> Professional strategy developer. <laughs> Professional MBA globalizer. <laughs> That's my favorite globalizer. Globalizer. Like we just made up the verb. Okay. Success I management influencer. Okay. Yeah. It just goes on like In that. In my defense, it's 2017, 2018. Think of all the job titles that did not exist even 10 years ago. Five years yeah. ago. Yeah. These are legit. You're hearing this right now. Like, yeah, you guys made those up. Are, did we? Because I'm pretty sure those are careers happening right now. True. Somewhere around the world. 
These yeah. are legit. Who thought of like a social media strategist as a viable? Yeah, who thought of influencers? Right. People yeah. would laugh at. Well, I mean, some people still laugh at that, but they're laughing mm-hmm. all the way to the bank. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day, job titles are made up by the things that you do. And yeah. if those are things that you're doing, then who's to say that's a, a BS job title? So I was like, if you're not finding the job that you want, make it. Exactly. Do yeah. it. And so I was like, I don't think it's dumb. And so as we kept going, um, which is so funny because now fast forward three years later, I feel like those titles are actually like they le- they're legit. Like it's, yeah. they speak so well to what you do. And yeah, like again, back to your intro of who you are and what you kind of you know spread this gospel of um i guess finding and actually what's the word and not incentivizing what's the word when you're like make people do things coaching yeah there you go (laughs) 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 when you're like you're that person who's like strategizing and how they could be better yeah yeah that's true that's true right yeah yeah. you're a part of someone's development right and development came up so many times in those job titles it did yeah it's so true so yeah. I think that was our re- early iteration of like our podcast ideas. Like, yeah, what does that mean mm-hmm. when you're looking to have a change in your life? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You know, recalibrating what you like and what you don't like. And what does that mean for your career? What does it mean for like emotional fulfillment? Yeah. Um, and I feel like we have these conversations back and forth that people, I think a lot of people think about, but they don't really analyze or d- mm-hmm. delve deeper into or they may mm-hmm. not have that support group you know so we're true. really fortunate to want to have each other but also mm-hmm. have partners that i feel really support these conversations mm-hmm. but some Definitely. people don't so i do feel the reason why we did start this podcast was so that one we could also improve or continue this conversation but mm-hmm. also having other people take part in it as well and it's, yeah. it doesn't feel so isolating for some people who may be going through this by themselves yeah exactly yeah like we can be other women's hype women you know like you and i don't have everything figured out but we just like to talk a lot and voice our opinions and you know just have all these like really great big conversations so yeah i really hope that this podcast kind of becomes a a nice little comfortable place or home for people where we can kind of explore these topics. What I really want is people to walk away feeling inspired or feeling like they could take on the world or, you know, taking a step back and asking themselves, what is it that I want um, to question whether these things are important to them or not, you know, certain things that we look for in our careers, certain things we look for in relationships. Um, what do values really mean? What does that look like? Uh, and I think by uncovering it from our lens, I think that's super important because I know back to our, what we were saying before, the podcast space, and actually I would say self-help space, is very predominantly white male. Mm. So, and that's not, a, it's not, I'm not taking anything away because God, there are so many great books out there, so many great resources. But like you said, there's like the Tony Robbins, there's the Tim Ferriss, and they're amazing resources. But if you are a BIPOC who is starting out their career or looking to get incentivized or jazzed about something, it's really hard to identify with Tony Robbins because it's just not, we're not on the same. Exactly. Yeah. Same background. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that's such a good point. And really like what you just said made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. 
um, about, you know, being able to, you know, represent, um, you know, our, you know, Asian women, you know, minority group. Um, but also the on the point that, you know, there are so many people out there like Tony Robbins and Tim Ferriss who do, you know, really well at what they do, but we just can't see ourselves in them, right? Like they, they're probably saying really great things, but it's not really like who we are. And that's one of the things that I like to um, really bring into my practice. Representation really matters, you know, and coaching, I think we're going to talk a lot about coaching because I am a coach and you've also received coaching, not from me, from another amazing um, coach. But, you know, coaching isn't about giving advice, right? Like you as the client, you do the work, but you have the coach to hold your hand the whole way through to help you move forward. But I think, you know, even though I'm not the one giving advice, I think representation still matters. And knowing that you as the client is, is, you know, you're feeling heard, you're feeling seen from another person in a minority group. I think that's just so important, you know, like for someone from like a privileged place to just tell you like, yeah, why don't you just go and like not live paycheck to paycheck? Why would you do that? That's not helpful at all. It's like, how do you know, like what I'm living in? Mm-hmm. That's so true. And, and it's, it's interesting when, someone who you personally feel like you can identify with or gel with and i'm not to say it's us i'm not like i'm not saying hey we're going to be the person that you're going to vibe with 100 it may not be but i think seeing that there are other people that are not just what you typically see in media what you typically see on the bestsellers list mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly so yeah representation and being able to talk about our careers and ambitions Um, With our kind of like cultural background in mind, our, you know, identification as women, as cis women, like, you know, I think having that awareness is really important. Yeah. And so I think what we're going to do in this podcast is, again, this is not about self-help, but this is about having these conversations with with, between you and I and having people included kind of like a book club. (laughs) Yeah, a book club without books so a club (laughs) yeah welcome to the club yeah yeah there you go yeah it's just a club but not super exclusive yeah we're just like we're we're a cool club (laughs) we're not just a regular club we're a cool club cool club (laughs) of course it's me to put a mean girls reference into there oh yeah (laughs) no i I thank you for that yeah i mean you're like the resident pop culture expert right like you you throw all these like movie titles and actors and actresses names and then half the time i'm like who what what What's going and on like, here? I don't and I don't really have like the oh I live across the ocean excuse because like hello internet like <laughs> I, I I can know all these things like I still haven't watched Twilight and or the Hunger Games or the Hunger Games and it's been how many years it's been years that that ship has sailed just watch the movies now <laughs> don't worry so much about Twilight but the Hunger Games really I really should watch it I mean I Jennifer should. Lawrence like she yeah. is fantastic in it anyway side note that's the, yeah. some of the things we'll talk about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? It's not it's not going to be it's not going to be this kitschy like rah, rah, rah. You know, we are going to talk about things that are important to us, whether it's our career, whether it's pop culture. Uh, but again, we're trying it back to our identity and, and talking about positivity. 
And then also tying that into um, some topics within coaching that I think would be really helpful, even if you don't have your own coach, but to kind of be aware of these topics and maybe you can do these exercises on your own after you listen to our shows. It's juicy, so. guys. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Some, it just actually, makes you think, right? So, so give, them, give them a little sample. Give them a little sample. Okay. Right? Some, okay. little, something that they're going to look forward to in the podcast. Ooh, okay. So I won't give away too much, but... Um, when I was in coaching training, I was taking the bus home and that weekend we had worked on this concept of, um, your allies, your inner allies. So these are people or things or beings or identities, whatever you want within you who like champion you. Right. And so I like to refer them as boardroom of allies. Like you have like this boardroom within you. Um, and I was sitting on that bus going home and then I was like, yeah, who really is in my boardroom of allies? And then the first person I thought of was you, Kim, like you, you. yeah, you're, you know, at one of the seats at the table and, uh, yeah, I remember I texted you and I'm sure we'll get into that in another episode, but yeah, I really want to explore this concept of like having inner allies and people who you can turn to. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. And it was for me a great exercise, too, because then it made me wonder who my boardroom of allies were. No surprise. Yeah. Spoiler. You are also on it. But uh, I think other other people could benefit. I didn't hear her to say that. That, this is, that is unsponsored. Um, but I think listeners, I thought this was fantastic. Everyone should know about boardroom of allies. How did I not know about this? And, and maybe you do have a boardroom of allies that you didn't realize and now when you identify them you're like wait hold on what are those qualities that i'm looking for in the board of allies what do we take away from that i think being cognizant of those are super important and i think through this facility of a podcast we hope that other people uncover that so coach reyna is going to drop some truth bombs on everyone here (laughs) i like the sound of that yeah i mean you've always had an inner beyonce right oh god i I think you've well, no, well, I, I can, think well, I, I can really inspi- inspire to be a Beyonce like anything. That's OK. That's OK. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like I think that's like a really good example for a lot of people. I think a lot of people have like this inner Beyonce that they want to channel whenever they want to be fierce mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that. And so, yeah, that's kind of like a good example of an ally. See, so. and, and, and I think people think it has to be this difficult this difficult ordeal yeah. to go through and it doesn't have to be that hard you know yeah exactly it could be fun it could be i don't know it's, it's what you put in yeah right and also i think from coaching as well i think we're also going to talk about what coaching also again this is back to our asian representation but what coaching might look like um from you know, a woman of color oh yeah yeah definitely definitely and i think that just goes back to the representation and for the client especially like how much can they open up and see that the coach really gets it I think for some people it's important for some people maybe not um but I feel like coaching is still um, regarded as something that is you know not so approachable like it seems or feels expensive at times it feels like you know why am I going to tell this complete stranger all the things that I'm going through like what if they don't get it like they I feel like they're so much older than me and like how are they gonna you know relate to me so yeah I kind of want to you know break down that barrier and and make it so much more available and accessible and relatable for people who might not think so think otherwise or think that so yeah yeah I really hope we can get into those topics and I think that's another good thing about this again we want to be as inclusive as possible this is not just 
for people of color as well. Like we want others to listen to and know how to be an ally in the space. And we're going to learn how to be allies in the space as well. You know, we identify that we do have privileges as well. Um, And what does that look like? And those are some of the topics we're going to uncover later on. Um, But I I don't want this to feel like I have to be an Asian woman to listen to this only. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel this is a conversation in which everyone could partake in and everyone can learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. So let's bring this back a bit. I just realized we didn't explain our title at all. <laughs> our clickbaity title. Our clickbait. We are acknowledging that this is a clickbait title, 100%. and the fact that you clicked here and wanted to listen. Thank you, or we're sorry. We're not sure which one on 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 which end should we be speaking from. Both maybe, yeah. but yes, the title of the podcast is called "Obsessed with ABGs." Yeah, and. You may think that it stands for Asian. I can't even say it, Kim. Say it for me. Asian baby girl. It's Asian baby girl, right? I think. Yes, it's Asian. It's an Asian baby girl. So if you Urban Dictionary, actually don't Urban Dictionary it. (laughs) But it usually means, you know, an ABG, which is funny enough. I only realize that only Asian people really know this. When I talk to people who are not Asian, they're like, yeah, what's an ABGO? Is that an insurance company? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's if you are an Asian woman or or guy listening to this, you'd be like, I signed up for ABGs. Where are they? It yeah. means Asian baby girl. And it's kind of like a stereotype of, you know, an Asian gangster bad girl who likes to wear tight clothes, drink boba, you know, um, hang out with like gangster guys. It's kind of a stereotype. And yeah. we decided no, no. We are going to fight the grain uh, and take power of the ABG in a different way. Yeah. yeah. So. Turn it into aspirations, boardrooms, and growth by two grown-ass Asian women wearing blazers and drinking coffee and gin, not in tight clothes and <laughs> drinking boba. And yes, and not not coffee and gin together, although we no. should really try that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Bailey's would be better. Yeah. But at the same time, I actually do like the ABG kind of connection because in some way we are kind of bad girls. Like we're yeah. we're badass bosses. And exactly. at the end of the day, an ABG is a badass you don't want to fuck with. So yeah. I I like it. So this is also paying homage to an ABG because, yeah, this is not this is yes, it's a stereotype, but this is also not to like tear it down. You know what? Like, I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in with the stereotypes that people might have, but I'm also challenging him. There you go. I like that. I like that. I'm sorry if I offended any ABGs out there. <laughs> oh, I can be a proud Asian bitch girl. Let's <laughs> let's call it that. You have a problem with the baby girl part, right? I do. I do. <laughs> I just don't like saying that. It just sounds so wrong. <gasps> Can we turn you into one? This is totally escaped this no. podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so, so sorry, everyone. But I think if you are interested in seeing Raina turn into an ABG. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, okay. Does that fit into our aspirations, boardrooms, growth? Which category, Kim? Is it growth? I guess I grow into an ABG. <laughs> I aspire, aspire to be an ABG. Aspire to be. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, boardrooms. I mean, yeah, you can have you can have some elements of an ABG in a boardroom. True. So true. you know what? We're gonna take claim to it. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna own it. So this is like a self experimentation podcast, not a self help podcast. You know what? The world is your oyster, everyone. So and again, again, I hope I will hope that 
obsessed with abgs gets you the listener obsessed with aspirations boardrooms and goals because that's Bro. that's oh Bro. shoot okay no let's keep that in that's hilarious <laughs> okay can it be two things can it be goals and growth? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> can that be a hype? Can, can that be an ABGG? <laughs> so it can reason- be both. It's they're interchangeable. Yeah. So the reason I'm obsessed with I'm very goal oriented. I always like to be like, okay, what's the goal overall? What is? Mm-hmm. It's not just to like hit this number. It's mm-hmm. it's like what does this mean as a person, and how can I continue mm-hmm. it? Uh, anyways, but yes, I do think. When you are listening, again, you the listener, when you are listening, what are your aspirations? What are your boardrooms? And we will break break down what boardrooms mean because we don't mean it necessarily in the traditional round table yeah. CEO Corporate. at the top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your inner boardroom. Exactly. It's your inner boardroom. And what does what does that look like? What does that mean to you? And how does that make you want to run your life? Because you are the CEO of your life. Oh, man, that's deep. Is it? That's. I'm pretty sure I stole that from someone. I'm pretty sure I stole that from you. (laughs) Your. So that what you're saying is you're deep. (laughs) Uh, And then what's what does growth look like? You know that G. What does you know? How do you want to grow? How do you continually grow? And not just as a person, but in your relationships, in your career. Exactly. So what do you want to grow into? Exactly. And so at the end of the day, when we say we're obsessed with ABGs. We want you to also be obsessed. We want you to be part of this conversation. And we want you to stop, take a look at what those elements are. Exactly. Yeah. And we want to be on this journey with you because, you know, we're always there for each other. So why not be there for other women too? Women supporting women. Woo! ABG supporting ABG. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving, I'm like loving this right now. So if you clicked on this looking for Asian baby girls, Sorry to disappoint. But ours is going to be better. So not sorry to disappoint. It's going to be a wild ride. So click and subscribe. If if you're in this, if you hate it, if you just could not, I totally understand. This was complete clickbait. I don't understand. (laughs) Raina is judging you hard. But (laughs) if you want to be part of the conversation, if you want to join our quasi club of positivity and support and uh, women championing. Yeah, championing each other. Yeah, lots of positivity, lots of laughter, lots yeah. of sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna serve it to you all in this podcast. Rate and subscribe. Um, if you are on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, follow, like, do it all. And we will see you guys next week. I'm Kimberly. I'm Raina. And we are obsessed with ABGs.